Lay, 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 lay. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome, welcome, welcome to episode 160 of the soon-to-be-done eavesdrop podcast. Soon-to-be-done? I think, uh, I think I'm going to call it the quits uh, December 31st. Okay. Um, you saved the best for last. After no, no, major... we still have like several people. Cutting that shit off. No, no, we have several. It's, it's November. Uh, we still have like uh, seven more weeks. Um, the reason that I feel like I need to end it is because I'm not consistent with it. And I think that calling it a quits now, I don't, need, I, I don't know how to feel, but I, I know that, it's, that, that I don't have it in me right now with my current state of being to, to ask people to come back every week to watch a podcast. It's, like, I'm just, it's not that I'm not committed. I love, I love podcasting. I love creating content. Um, but it'd be a lot different too if you did like remote ones too. It's very difficult to have like in person ones. Like 160 people you've done for the most part. I'm sure you have you done any remote or all three, in person? Three, right? Three on, on digital? Well, like when there were Ben like, Spoont, uh, Nameless, and Octane. Uh, when, you do, when you do remote, it, it does become easier because just getting people in here in person is a lot, diff a lot more yeah. difficult. Yeah. So I, I see I see a lot of people that are doing podcasts like over over the internet and like they're just cool. So I don't know I don't know if it's let's put it like this the eavesdrop podcast as you know it is going away. There will be something about it or maybe I'll rename it. I don't know what it is. I, I don't I don't think that I could ever stop podcasting, but I do believe that because of my daily duties and responsibilities, uh, it becomes more and more hard to commit to weekly episodes, especially when I try to do them in person, especially when I want to do them with people that I haven't done them before. For that, I have to travel, and I can't travel because of work, and Maddie's got fucking swamped now, and, you know, we're all, we're all like, you know, that's why. So, uh, but we're not here to talk about me. We're here to talk about you. Mm -hmm. um, you started talking about at the beginning before the cameras turned on. You said something about Ninja. Oh, yeah, I just said some clickbaity shit to... Real well, I thought you, what you what, what I thought you were talking about is that did you see what he what he was saying to Cloxy about the attachment stuff? Yeah. Oh yeah. No, Call of Duty is very annoying in that aspect now, where it's like we've really strayed away from all the simplicity that used to bring people in. Which is like I'm all for advancing a product because like you do have to you can't stay the same. You do have to try to at least improve. But who who the hell wants to use a shotgun to unlock and sniper attachment and Whatever, whatever it may be, like I think the daily challenges they have, daily challenges. They obviously want people to play the game daily. That's why they have like, okay, you need to do these three things today to unlock mm -hmm. the red dot. So I, I understand why they're doing it, but I just think it pisses more people off than it really brings in. But Call uh, of Duty has definitely straight away. I mean, we can talk all day. Obviously, I, I played, I played my ass off trying to unlock the MCW. And I got to a level 28, it still wasn't unlocked. And I say to Diesel and Hutch, I'm like, what the fuck am I doing wrong? Like, how come I have it? He's like, oh, you got to add it to your challenges. Yeah. Or you got to unlock or, or your armory or some shit. Something like that. Something. And I was just like, what? Like, what? Why? What? So when I saw Ninja's, like, uh, video when he was talking to Quoxy about getting power weapons and all that stuff, like, I found it hilarious. Yeah. And I found myself agreeing with him to a level that it's yeah. just like it's so why why is it so fucking hard to just play the game yeah no it's annoying i will say though like mw3 so far has been a good breath of fresh air i don't want to like i mean that part is annoying but from my side as a competitive first player it's so far pretty good like the, the the 150 health creates a good solid skill gap which i think we've needed when you have higher ttk it's just uh when you have a larger skill gap and more health, the, the better players are going to gun the worse players. Granted, I think these days, the worse players aren't as... The, the difference between a good player and a bad player these days is a lot more marginal than it used to be. But that's good. Um, the old school maps, I think, is, is good and bad. I feel like there's only a certain... Uh, nostalgia can only bring you so far with the old maps, right? Bless you. Bless you. Bless you. Bless I think I'm you. good. Bless you. I'm, I'm good for five usually. Yeah. You don't yeah, need yeah. to cut that, Matt. Leave that in and let the people know that I 
that you that sneeze, I sneeze five times before sneeze. I'm able to go back to being normal. That you sneeze. I think nostalgia only brings you so far, but so far, um, you know, if hard point spawns get figured out, I think search will be good. I mean, we have search on old school maps. Um, so far, so good for the most part, I think. Skill-based matchmaking is miserable. I mean, pubs are like the hardest pubs I've played in my entire life. Can we talk a little bit about that? Hutch, can you bring up Hutch's uh, tweet that went viral uh, on, on the hot take? Because some of the stuff that he says, like, I super agree with, especially if I am your level skill. Like, why the fuck would you want to play against people who are worse than you? Because that's what made Christmas noobs and pub stomping fun. It's like, now it's like, that's why you have rank play ideally soon. That's why if I want to go and play against players my skill level and just actually sweat and compete, I'll go to rank play. I don't want to do that in pubs every game. Like pubs are where I think to a certain level, you should be able to just listen to music, chill and frag out and drop nukes. There are some freaks like, I don't know. I check. Yes. You can't claim that skill-based matchmaking makes your lobbies too sweaty. Then say that you'd rather be matched up with much worse players who you'd have to sweat like crazy against you. Well, the thing is... Back There's no thing. I agree with him. To a certain level. I mean, I, I can see... It, I think reading it and talking about it, yeah, I'm like, okay, that does make sense. But when you actually play, it's just annoying. Whereas, like, back in the day, like I said, Christmas noobs were, like, the highlight. I mean, that's, that was the thing. Christmas noobs, everyone's new to the game. And also... I think it also just, uh, like, I think, I think matching worse players up against worse players is kind of like a participation trophy type-esque thing. Whereas, like, back in the day, you had to fucking suck to get better. Like, when you went to a local land, you didn't complain about playing against Scump and Assassin and Twiz and all the, the, the pros because you have to play against the best to be the best. So, back in the day, you have, if you sucked, you had to continue sucking to get better mm -hmm. or you had to get off like yeah. that that was the way it works and now there, there isn't that anymore now everything's sort of gifted to you there's no more working to get better but right here it's saying that you have to work for it 1.8 million impressions hutch got on this tweet because it's so many people disagreed with him and look i everybody knows and i'm not listen i know that because of who i am how old i am people tend to dismiss my call of duty skills you included you you know what I'm saying? Yeah, you killed me the other day. But, but, like, if winning after losing several matches in a rows in, in GB was the best feeling ever. And I, and, and I, like Hutch, I don't know why. I, like, I don't like to play against people that I'm better than. I want to I be better. I wanna, there's a level of, of, of competition that I want to get to. I don't have the time to, but I, there's a level of competition that I got to get to. And to be able to compete against people like you, or at least have my gun up against people like you, I have to gradually get better by playing better people who are, who play longer or play more than me or whatever. I have never been in a, in, uh, granted, I might be like a, like an, ex an exception to this because I never played pubs. Since the second that I started playing Call of Duty, since Call of Duty 2, 2005, 2000, well, 2000 earlier than that. All I did was play game battles bat matches. Every single time that I got on, I never played pubs. Maybe for warm-ups, but even then I didn't do that. I just got the weapon that I liked, and I used that weapon exclusively forever. And I played game battles matches, and I played against better people, and I lost, and it fucking angered me. Yeah. But if I didn't have those moments of anger of losing and feeling what losing feels like, like I, I don't think that I would have committed to be better and better. And, you know, God didn't give me the same hand-eye coordination that he gave you. The same way that God didn't give you the athleticism and good looks that he gave me. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I don't know. As I, think I sit here with a broken fucking hip. Yeah, my lower back's fucking killing me. I think, uh, I don't know, man. I think, I think ranked is for the, the sweatiness. And I think like you should be able to have some fun in pubs. Whereas right now pubs is like, I was playing it last night and I feel like I'm playing ranked. Like yeah. everybody is sort of my, maybe not my actual level, but when you're playing against six people who are good enough. Yeah. There's only so many areas you can look at, and yeah. it just makes like the casual gaming experience, I think, a little more um, frustrating because you really have to sweat, and sometimes you just don't want to. Like mm -hmm. sometimes you want to just relax, listen to music, talk to your chat, or you know, on the contrary, if you just got off work and you want to go play some pubs, and you're a decent player, you don't mm -hmm. want to be playing against Dashy and fucking pros and pubs, right? Yeah. So I get, I get both sides. I 
prefer no skill based matchmaking. I, I prefer the ranked playlist. Like, like sometimes you run up someone good. Yeah, but the majority just, yeah. of the time you just run to regular people. Luck of the draw, yeah. But what about them though? What about those people that log in? They just bought the game. They log in and they run into you, fucking Seth, and whoever else you're teaming up with, and they literally get no kills against you. That's the way it used to be. What changed? More people. They were still playing a lot back then. Yeah. COD Four, MW Two. These people, the the player base was still strong. It's not like they. I'm sure they got frustrated and some people got off, but for the most part, people enjoyed playing. I could be wrong because I was never respectfully. I was never, I guess, <laughs> a lower skilled. I was never lower skilled, so I wasn't getting slammed in pubs and getting and getting off. But yeah. I don't know. That skill based thing is. I just think back to like the golden era of YouTube and Call of Duty when like pubs were really hot, right? Like the sniping clips, and yeah. of course it's still there. But now it's like people are making different accounts and reverse boosting, and there's a lot more that goes into it. But yeah. I guess to each their own. It, it also depends on your skill level. I think I think the higher skilled players prefer no skill based matchmaking, and the lower skilled players might enjoy it more because they're playing against people their skill level. But yeah, um, it's it, it, it's one of those things where everyone's gonna be unhappy because that's the that's the society that we live in right now, man. Like everyone's unhappy. Oh my! God. There's always something to complain about. I I think social media is probably one of the biggest issues for that, but. I have a whole social media rant that I always go on. It's just... What is it? I'm just a social media hater whose job is social media, and I'm also addicted to social media. But I think social media has changed, like, the way everybody interacts. I think it's changed relationships. Like, I think it's done a lot of good. It's made people money. Like, it's created jobs. But for the most part, like, having this much access, and it's like... Then you talk about the news, and, like, there's so much false news that, like, people really... Nowadays, you see things and you believe it because who the hell is going to go actually fact check yeah. everything they see on yeah. Twitter when you're getting so much information? Yeah. There's also just something new, right? Like the biggest celebrity in the world dies. It trends for a day. The next day, life goes on because something else pops up. Yeah. Like there's just so much, like there's no time to sit back and relax anymore. Yeah. I think attention, like ADHD and like attention spans have just I, uh, plummeted. Even me, dude. I'm like the biggest TV show and movie guy. And now it's like... I used to be able to watch shows and get locked in, and now it's like you check the phone real quick, you open up TikTok for no fucking reason. Yeah. I'm watching TV, I open up TikTok like it's uh, just clockwork, and I'm like, what am I doing? Yeah. Yeah, I think, um, I think that because, look, obviously I agree with the fact that there are some goods to social media, but I do believe that the amount of, the amount of noise that's out there right now, like, I've, I've never felt more more of a of, of separation amongst humans than it is right now and believe it or not as confrontational as, as i may seem or as like hard-headed as i may seem stuck in my ways as i may seem like i it, it reading like constant negative like like um yesterday somebody tagged me in a post at the hodge twins remember the hodge twins yeah, I know, yeah. Do they used to be hilarious? Yeah, and I know now they're very uh, Republican. I didn't know that. Yeah, no, but they're very, they're very they're uh, very political based now. I saw some replies to that tweet, and it's yeah. like the, the the thing about that is I understand why they replied, and I'm I, like I have nothing to say about that because I I believe that their beliefs are their beliefs, and they should have them. Yeah. Uh, unless they're harmful to to people, but like yesterday, as soon as I saw the flag, somebody tagged me and was like, "Yo, check out the flag, the the optic text flag in the back." I press play, and I remember the hot ones. Me and Big, Big Timer used Dude, to fucking watch. Yeah, all yeah. up in them sugar walls, man. Yeah. Fuck out the way, man. Fuck out the way. <laughs> yeah, like those videos were great. Yeah. I, I don't watch I, them anymore. I haven't, so life happens, and I stopped watching. I used to watch, like, oh, me and Big Timer used to just watch him and fucking laugh yeah. out at the at the scuff house. And then I just, you know, life happens, and it's, I, stopped being, I stopped being fed their videos for whatever reason. And then yesterday I saw them, and I'm like, oh, my God, I remember these dudes. The second that I saw the flag, I pressed pause. And I, I'd say, yeah. retweet, check out the flag in the back. And, and I didn't and see. Now it's a big thing, huh? I didn't see anything after that. But this morning I woke up and there were so many people fighting in my replies about their political views and all that stuff. And and I was just like, man, I, I, I don't, I don't want, I don't want anybody to be. I, I don't, and I know it's ridiculous to say, but I don't want people to be fighting over. There's certain things, and I know yeah, that there, exactly. there, I know that there's good meaning, and, and and there's there's points being made that some are you know some people on one side of the aisle, the second other, and and it just becomes this like it's not worth it. This like this concentration of just hatred going back and forth, and it's not like they can have a you know a, a proper a, a proper discord because there's no tonality to this thing. And I almost replied to a couple of them like, "Yo, why do you delete the tweet?" And I was just like, "Man, because my feed, I, I'm not on this app ever." And if I try to explain myself through text, it's never going to come across anything. And even, even if you articulate it the best way, someone's going to have a problem with it. There's no way 
when you talk about certain things, whether it's political or world news or things that people really have opinions on, religion, like there are certain things yeah. you just can't talk about because no matter what way you articulate it, you can be you can be straight down the middle. You can be the most level-headed person. Someone's going to have a problem with it, and there's going to be a nasty dialogue, and it fires people up, and that's why certain topics are just worth staying away from. In your yeah. case, you didn't even mean to get involved in that world, and then next thing you know, there's yeah. just a fucking war in your replies. Yeah. So yeah. it's just... Every, I think everybody these days is looking for something to complain about and looking to be negative about. Because misery loves company, and I think don't get me wrong. Social media. I, I sometimes feel like I'm, I'm the people in my replies that were going back and forth. I sometimes find myself doing that amongst my friends. Right, I have friends that That's are different. Though. I have friends that are Republicans, and I have friends like Hutch. That's different. You know what I'm though. saying? And and I I often I I just don't know how. I just I just felt wrong about it. I'm like I'm like man. I woke up and I was like I was like oh shit look it's the hot shits and I haven't again I haven't kept up with them and and whether they became super Republicans and and and, and supporters of Trump or and and all of the shit he says and uh, or or somebody else and somebody on the other side is gonna get bad and like all this stuff like I I I I have said shit that has gotten people mad uh, that I you know that I just sometimes I find myself saying like man. I'm having one of those weeks where like nothing that I say or do like is 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 like going my way or or whatever yeah. and and I I look at myself and how I live and I look at myself and like what I how I try to be on a daily basis and when people's opinions of me are judged off of one tweet and and, and yes my fault I should have fucking watched the fucking video but I just saw the flag and I went, but moved on and it became this thing, and I was just like, you know what? Like, I, I, I don't like members of the Green Wall or people who follow Optic to be against each other for whatever reason. Instead yeah, of, yeah. if they were, if these two people, or th uh, the the two main ones that stuck out to me were these two dudes that were just going back and forth and just like they couldn't get past the fact that agree to disagree. You know what people I'm saying? People can't do that these days. It's like insane. But but they can't do it because they're texting. If they sat like this and they had a conversation, they'd be like, you know what, man? Maybe. No, some people are some people are really like stuck in what they believe and they refuse to even see like another version of it like yeah. they refuse and those people I can't agree with because like I will never I'm someone who like if I have a friend and we could be we can disagree on something wholeheartedly and at that point I will always just say we can agree to disagree like we're not going to keep arguing drop it like there's no point like I don't like you like I don't mind your opinion it doesn't affect my day-to-day -day life yeah. I can disagree with it wholeheartedly but yeah. like doesn't mean I'm going to judge you on it or like whatever they believe what you want to believe we don't have to sit here and discuss back and forth that's the problem when you talk about certain things and people are very very difficult uh very hard people are just very hard-headed when it comes to certain topics so it's tough to uh tough to navigate that's why it is steer clear everyone i mean people Dude. try to pry it out of you zin what do you think about yeah this world issue what do you think yeah. like bro first off i'm not educated on any of this i'm a call of duty player i stream like i don't have the time and I'm sure if I really dedicated myself to, but I feel like that's just a pit. Like, I don't like, yeah. I think knowing current events is important. Yes. But also there is so much misinformation now where I don't even know anymore. Like I see with certain conflicts, you see support for both sides. Yeah. And then it's like, we, we do, we what's do, going on? We do have a responsibility as large voices in an industry that have a lot of following to not put our foots in our mouths the way that I have in the last couple of weeks, right? Um, and I get that, but I, you know, there, there's also... The fact that I am human, and as 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 long as my actions in real world consequential situations, that I if I if I conduct myself in a certain way, then that's all I can do for myself and for the people around me. Anything else after that, when I I you know when I retweet a video without seeing it, or you know say dumb fucking shit as I did, I think it uh I just I just I just. It, it it affects me. It, it like it alters my nervous system in a, in a, in a way. Um, it doesn't shake me, or maybe it does. But you know what I'm saying? Like it, it just like it bothers me for like I'm like man, can I? Especially when I'm the one that fucked up, right? Like when I when I fucked up and I get embarrassed, like that is the worst thing that could happen to me. Yeah. I just like I just go so out of my way to make sure that everybody that I represent doesn't get affected by my words or my or, or my actions, right? So I try to fucking walk a straight and narrow every single time because I just don't want to put you in a position to have to defend me or don't want to put Maddie in a position to have to be like, ah, oh, yeah, you know what I'm saying? So like, I just, is it good or is it bad? And then I just try to do the good and, yeah. and, and, and it is, but you know, I, I do fuck up a lot, man. It's just, I'm not a perfect fucking person. I'm not educated. I didn't go to fucking college. I wasn't yeah, taught. Now, I didn't have. Nowadays, small fuck ups, people like love to like, that's also the problem with social media and we can get off the topic soon. Cause we're just going back and forth yeah. about social media, but 
you make a mistake or you say one thing wrong, and it yeah. couldn't even be that yeah. huge. But there are a lot of people, yeah. depending on how much they like you too, right? I think there's a difference between someone who's really loved yeah, or yeah. maybe has a wishy, you know, this guy's okay. You know what I mean? Like, mm -hmm. depending on how liked you are yeah. and what you've done, people will treat you and people pick and choose who they really want to go after. Yeah. So it depends on who you are, what you say, because if, if you're a certain... If you're not very loved and you say some people don't like, people are gonna let you hear it. And yeah. if you are loved, oh, it's just whatever. It, it people pick and choose, and we've seen it happen so many times with certain people where it's like, this guy gets so much shit for saying something barely anything. This guy says something way worse, and he gets nothing for yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. It's just people pick and choose. People are wishy-washy. It's day to day. Um, there's a hive mind too, where it's like, you're scrolling through Twitter. Someone has an opinion that you, yeah. you, you don't even know them, and for you, or I don't do this, but let's say I'm just a random person on Twitter on my For You feed. I see an opinion I disagree with and I go at the person and I scroll and go about my day. I don't think twice about it, but it's like that little one minute period I spent replying that barely affected me could affect that person pretty Longer, heavily. Yeah, yeah. It's like they read, reading negative comments about yourself sucks. Like I'm just going to say it. I don't care how uh, strong-willed you are, yeah. how much you logically know it's untrue. No one wants to read bad shit about them, period. It's just, it does suck. Yeah. Like, you remember when I read that fucking post about me and I became a shell of myself for a while? Because I started hesitating and I became subconsciously like, fuck, like, maybe I am like this, yeah, maybe I like, am like this. Da, da, da. Was there a moment of self-reflection and say, am I a bad person? And then focus on that instead of like saying, like a person that just like saw one opinion that you had or one thing that you had or yeah. one play that you made or whatever, and then they make the world out of, out of that? Yeah, no, of course. But there's also, at least for me, there's like the... Uh, it ties in like the mental health thing where like there's like the, the logical conscious and the subconscious where like my anxiety gets triggered. So yeah. like logically thinking, like logically, I, I guess my best example is this. Logically, most of the time I know everything's okay. I'm doing great. I have a healthy family. I have great friends. Everything's going great. But there's still like the, uh, the mental health side where sometimes things don't feel that way. So like sometimes the, the logic doesn't match the emotion. Mm -hmm. And I think in a situation like that where you could read all these negative comments and yeah. be like, yeah. okay, this guy is just... Uh, spreading his uh, self-hate or whatever it may be but it does strike an unconscious like or subconscious anxiety cord sometimes where it just makes you second guess and become mm. a little more in your shell and that was my problem and it still is my problem day to day I mean I can't I can't knock it I mean logically I know things are great and I do pretty well and for the most part more people like me than don't mm -hmm. don't like me I hope mm -hmm. um, but there's still like an anxious cord where it's yeah. just like it's like a social anxiety thing yeah. it's like next time i'm on camera i'm like overthinking what i'm saying and doing and that sucks because it definitely limits yeah my potential I, as a creator I, I, look i don't think that i would be the person that i am today if i would have grown up in the age of social media and the internet or web 2 I, I don't think that i would be who i am today i think that it would have it would have molded me into something that i'm not so that's the other reason why I'm, I'm often like man you know like this dude might hate me for whatever fucking reason and may uh, may say this about me or whatever and I'm just like man you know like this person wouldn't be the same if they would have grown up when I grew up and because I did then I have a responsibility to not engage in situations like that because in their in, in their mind they're super right and although I may agree with them even the slightest bit and say you know what I see your point but the second that the but happens it's just like the whole world needs to end and let's fucking move on from this shit because I, I, I again if if you focus on doing good work and you focus on being a good at, at least a good human a good parent that's all you can do and then everything else is just fucking noise man well i think i just think like for example we'll use me for example i think if each hater had one minute with me they either would probably like me after or there at least be like a mutual respect to where like they wouldn't like actually mm -hmm. dislike me mm -hmm. a lot of these people that dislike people to say it bluntly, don't actually know these people. Yeah. Like you see a certain, like you, you see a watch party or you see a stream and of course that's you to a certain degree, but it's not, I don't run around screaming stream everywhere I go. Mm -hmm. I'm not a, I'm not always overly loud and making jokes nonstop. Of course I like to make jokes, but you know what I mean? It's just people, people love to hate these days, I guess. But yeah. That's I mean, social media, the, the, man. If, if, if people grew up in the 90s the way that I did, I know, I know I bring that up a lot, but that's my reality. So I have to talk about the things that I know. It's like, man, the, the the Mexican jokes that I heard in front of me growing up from people who weren't Mexican, you know, like, even then, man, like, there's, there's like, was I offended at times? Sure. But the majority of the time, there was just like, man, just like, make, just noise, man, noise, 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 noise. What am I going to do? Beat the shit out of them? Because yeah. I can? No. <laughs>
Like that's no that's no way to fucking live, man. Yeah. So I was just like, you know, I just separate myself from from situations is like has been always been like my go to. Um world has changed a lot, man. Yeah. And 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 sometimes I don't feel like it was for the better. You know no. what I'm saying? I mean I truly think and I want to stop talking about it because we can talk. I can talk all day about social media. Yeah. I think I think social media has uh, ruined the minds of people because it's like now everyone tells you not to compare yourself to others, but it's impossible these days because everything is predicated off numbers. So it's like let's if you're talking to Instagram or whatever social media platform, your numbers are increasing, so you're doing better. Your numbers are staying stagnant; you're not doing enough. And if your numbers are going down, you're irrelevant; you're falling off. Yeah. So now it's like this constant anxiety of like trying to maintain. And you have 18-year-olds who are multimillionaires. And now, like, I can't, I'm in a great position. And I still compare myself to others. Just, I just, I don't like to do it. Logically, I know I shouldn't. But how yeah. do you not look at you learn so-and-so? To. And you're like, damn, look at, like, damn, this guy's, whatever it may be. So I feel bad for the kid who just graduated college and doesn't know what they want to do. Yeah. But they they go on TikTok and they see these fucking Thailand trips and yeah. these multimillionaire kids because... They started an automated YouTube program yeah, yeah, yeah. or they got, they got lucky in crypto. Whatever it may be, it's like there is so much anxiety and like comparison now and there's no way to go back from it. Like it just, it's just going to get worse because every platform is the same now and every kid's comparing themselves and people are editing their photos and it's like the world is fake. I always say like on my Instagram story, you always see the chicken parm and the nice looking food. I don't post like the egg whites and turkey bacon in the morning. It doesn't look mm. as good, right? So like you... You, mm. you see highlights of people's lives and the people always posting about their relationship could yeah. be miserable. You just don't know. But everybody yeah. makes it look so glitz and glam and it makes it, makes it look great. So I just feel bad for those that um, don't have it figured out. I saw a video about Gary Vee yesterday. He's like, dude, I was working in a liquor store and I was 34. Mm -hmm. And now he's like a billionaire. And it's like, that's like... Uh, not quite, but sure. You know what I mean? Like whatever Whatever it may be, like... Or look at, uh, I don't know the exact names, but like there are certain celebrities who are like huge now and they didn't actually hit their, uh, their growth until like age 40. But the problem is now everyone feels like they should have everything figured out like immediately. Mm -hmm. So I feel bad for anybody struggling with that. because We've been very blessed in the gaming space, very young, where yeah. it's like, can't imagine right now graduating college, yeah. just trying to get a normal job and yeah. going on TikTok or Instagram and seeing all of these people live life. And yeah. it's like... Fuck, what am I doing wrong? Well, I mean, one is for people like that, and, and, and I, I always try to remember people that where I am today is not where I was when I was growing up, right? Like I, I am I am not in the same position. Like I got lucky for being an early adapter, adopter, adapter, adopter of, of social media and YouTube and all that stuff and changed my life because at the age of twenty nine when I started doing this thing full time well, let's go back to 2006. At the age of 2006, I was still going to work and doing that thing. And I just was doing it out of pure passion and whatever, right? But I, I, don't, I don't like when I'm sort of put in a, in, in a box as, like a, as, as this person that I am today instead of like where I came from. Like I, I literally came, everybody knows my story. That's the other thing about, about me, right? Like I lived the majority of my life online, right? Since 2009, I've been online. I've said some fucked up shit jokingly sure i've fucked up uh you know certain scenarios sure but like you should the end, be allowed to fuck up though that's the problem the, at, with these at, days. at the end of the day though like i might i lived my life on youtube publicly for two years straight right like and if by then you don't know like the type of person that i am or or, or don't know me like that then your opinion may not always be like right on target but that's fine because you're gonna do what you're gonna do and i'm gonna continue to do what i'm gonna do and yep and it is what it is. All right. Do you want to move on from this fucking topic? Yeah, we definitely but, should. But, but I do. I do. I could talk all I, day. I do believe that it's that it's important though, Very because important. one of the things that helped me early on when like I heard that X Jaws got the fifty thousand dollar month of a machinima, instead of being jealous, I was like, man, good for him. I, I didn't get jealous of it. I said, you know, I, the first word that came out of my mouth is always good for him. Yeah. Because th if you start a sentence with good for him, you're not being a hater, and then at that point, the jealousy sort of disappears because you said it out loud. Good for him. And then your brain's like, oh, shit, maybe I shouldn't be jealous and maybe I should be inspired or maybe I shouldn't be jealous and say, yeah. you know, good for him. Like, let me work on my stuff and let's see what I can accomplish. Because there's no such thing as as, as a rule that says you have to be a millionaire to be happy. Like, that's, a, that's well, no, I mean, I can, number one. I can tell you right now, because, I, I mean, some of my most, uh, some of the months I've struggled the most are months yeah. where I've made the most money. Like, yeah. Money, this is a very tough topic because everybody likes to chime in and say, well, I work this job, yeah, yeah, tried to. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. it's very tough. 
my only point is I think I think money solves money problems. If if you if you're struggling with rent or a car payment, money money helps you. Like if it, it, if the root of your unhappiness or if you're really struggling because of money, money will help you. Of mm-hmm, course, mm-hmm. money won't help you build better relationships. It won't uh, make your love life better. Like there are certain aspects to where money can't do certain things, and everyone's like. Oh, it's impossible to be unhappy on a jet ski. That's just not fucking true, dude. Like I've I've been on tropical vacations walking around where like things just look cloudy because you're not feeling in the right headspace. I'm not sure if I articulate no, that the did, right way, yeah, yeah. but like you can be in Bora Bora, mm-hmm. and if you wake up and you're struggling with depression, mm-hmm. you don't feel like you're in Bora Bora. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like you're you're kind of just going through the motions, and it's impossible unless you struggle with certain things. You can't really relate, and I understand that. Like I don't, but. Anyways, money solves money problems. Some, some of personally, some of my worst months have been on months I've made the most money. Yeah. Like there's only a certain, I don't know. That's all I want to say about I, that. I, I think I've been, I've been lucky enough to be born with a brain that immediately shakes off like negative thoughts. Like anytime that I start self-doubting, that's I, very, that's very lucky. I, I shake my head and I'm like, that's not true. Right. That's and I just lucky. go on up on my life because, you know, growing up the way that I grew up, right. Uh, going through the shit that I went through, um, like I've I've never been unhappy ever in my life, and that's that's I I know that I'm I'm blessed to say that, but I did grow up mega poor, not just poor, mega poor. But I was never unhappy. You know what I'm saying? Like, never. My yeah. bologna sandwiches said had bologna that you can see through, sure, but I was never unhappy ever. Like I yeah. had a re- like I had my cousins around me. I was I was always happy. I was always I I, I was playing with dirt. God damn it, and I was happy. You know what I'm saying? Do you feel like people were happier back when you were growing up compared to now? 100%. Cuz I think so. Like dude, I I just Do you think- know why though? Is because nobody had the choice. Nobody had the choice to say out loud and obviously I'm 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 a big supporter of 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 men saying that they have feelings and that something is wrong. I I of I, I I believe I I especially believe it because I know or I feel as though I don't have that right. I feel as though I can't as 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 a leader, as a as as a person that people look up to in in my everyday life, for guidance or otherwise, like I feel like I sometimes don't have the right to, to say, you know what, man, I'm fucking having a tough time with this shit. You know what I'm saying? But I do support everybody else that has that ability to do so. Like I can't do that because I can never let somebody know that I am struggling because then everybody's gonna be worried about me, and that is the worst thing that can happen. Yeah. Because I will then be worried about them, worried about me, and now I'm in this fucking cycle. Like oh, like mom. Mom, I am good. Don't worry about me. Like, yeah. blah, blah. you know what I'm saying? Like, like, just, like that sort of thing. I just like letting people know if I'm, if and when I'm struggling because, like, in a certain way, I do think like certain people do look up to me, which is kind of crazy mm-hmm. because, mm-hmm. but it's, um, like, I want them to know that if they're struggling where they are, where they are, and I'm struggling where I am, mm-hmm. just because you're watching me through a screen or you th- or because you think I make such and such money or because I'm on optic, whatever it may be, that doesn't change like the real world implications of your life. It, it, it doesn't change the way I feel or what's going on. Like there are certain things that I can't shake sometimes. And I think it's important to know that no matter where you are, that's still a thing. Like mm-hmm. just because I make right now, I'm probably making the most money I've ever made in my life. I'm happy to say that. I'm grateful to say that that doesn't mean I don't wake up some days and don't want to get out of bed. Like that's like, it, it's just the way it is. See, but you, you, you have that, you have that, you, you can afford to not get out of bed or have that feeling. There's think about just humanity as a whole, right? Like, oh, I still I, get out of bed. I, it's a discipline thing. Yeah. It's like, it's a, yeah. But like I don't you, want to. Like, <laughs> I, like uh, what was it? I, um, Zinni, give me a second. I'm gonna say hello to the sponsors really quickly. The first sponsor of this podcast is none other than Shopify. Now, before I continue on and tell you what Shopify is, let me first tell you about how Shopify has helped me from the beginning of my uh, entrepreneurial way. Uh, from the beginning, we had to sell stuff on a platform. And this platform happened to be the easiest one that allowed for me to connect with you guys by giving you artwork or giving you t-shirts or whatever. I mean, you look at every single one of the hex quarters drops and uh, since the Huntsman days, they've all been on Shopify. So I'm a firm believer that Shopify is the best uh, e-commerce platform out there. From the launch of your online uh, shop stage to the first real life store change to all the way until, did we just hit a million sales? A million orders 
Did we just do this stage of your business? Shopify is here to, is here to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or mini walls or skate decks or bats, Shopify helps you sell everywhere from their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person point of sale system. Whether you are wherever you are, whatever it is that you're selling, Shopify is there to have you covered. So anyway, one more thing, one more factoid that you probably did not know is that Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning help is there to support your success every single step of the way, as I've just been mentioning, because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. And right now, if you sign up for a $1 per month trial period at Shopify.com slash eavesdrop, all lowercase E-A-V-E-S-D-R-O-P, uh, you can go to Shopify.com slash eavesdrop right now and grow your business no matter what the stage you're in. So go ahead and sign up for a $1 per month trial period uh, in the link that I'm leaving down in the description down below and watch the cha-ching come through your door, ladies and gentlemen. Now, we are moving on to another one of my favorites. Uh, none other than HelloFresh. So please do check it out, especially as you, as you, as you guys heard earlier, you know, Zinni recommends that I... You know, if, if you get pre-prep meals and all that stuff, well, this is something a little bit more elevated than that because just a friendly reminder, the holidays are right around the corner and HelloFresh can help you take the stress out of dinner by delivering everything that you need to cook tasty meals right to your door, saving you lots of time. The holiday season can be hectic. Everybody knows that. And there is where HelloFresh uh, steps in because 15-minute meals come in so handy. These quick fixes help you get some wholesome meal on the table in less time than it takes to get delivery everybody wants to cut back on errands everyone and spending time in checkout lines this time of year is so brutal that you can skip all of that you can skip the extra trip to the grocery store and instead get fresh ingredients and delicious recipes delivered with HelloFresh. just pick your meals decide on a delivery date and sit back and wait for the food to come. Belly up to mama's table, Mr. Stark once said. If you're hosting this holiday, HelloFresh Market has just what you need to please a crowd without the hassle from photo-worthy charcuterie boards to mouth-watering desserts. Just like always, HelloFresh's ingredients travel from the farm to your door so you know that they are fresh and everything arrives pre-portioned so that you can get right to the cooking quick. In case you missed it, HelloFresh is much more than just delicious dinners. HelloFresh can help take the hassle out of every mealtime occasion with easy breakfast, quick lunches, and snacks all delivered along with your weekly box. Right now, if you go to HelloFresh.com slash HexFree, that's H3CZ free, I'll leave a link in the description down below. And if you use code HexFree at checkout, that's H3CZFREE at checkout for free breakfast for life. What? One breakfast item per box while subscription is active. That is free breakfast for life at HelloFresh.com slash HexFree with code HexFree at checkout. So go ahead, sign up for America's number one meal kit by going to the link in the description down below and checking out with code H3CZFREE. Thank you. Next, but certainly not least, is one of my most favorite discoveries that I've done, and I this podcast has helped me find Henson Shaving. Do you hate, like I, forgetting your shaver, your razor at home when you travel? I do. And the reason that I do that often is because I just assume that something's going to be available, something good. But what do you get instead? Cheap razors, the NICU, shipper, and I don't have that much beard, but the beard that I have pains me sometimes so much that I just let my beard grow even though knowing full well that I have to go through the ugly stage that I don't want to go through with this beard. Therefore, I keep the goatee as I do and I need to shave everything else. And one of the best discoveries that I found through here is Henson Shaving. Henson Shaving is a family-owned aerospace parts manufacturer that has made parts for the ISS, Henson, I'm sorry, the International Space Station, and Mars Rover. And now they are bringing precision engineering to your shaving experience. Uh, racer blades are like diving boards. The longer on the board, the more wobble, the more wobble, the more nicks, the more cuts, the more scrapes. A bad shave isn't a blade problem. It is an extension problem. 
right? And with precision, by using aerospace-grade CNC machines, Henson makes metal razors that extend just 0.0013 inches, which is less than the thickness of human hair. That means a secure and stable blade with a vibration-free shave. Uh, seriously. Henson Shaving wants the best racer, not just the best racer business. That means no plastic, no subscriptions, no proprietary blades, and no planned obsolescence. Yeah, I use that word. And guess what? More than anything, okay, not only are you getting an excellent product that, you know, I haven't used it this week yet, but I'm about to tomorrow. Uh, seriously, I mean this. It is affordable. The Henson Razor works with standard dual-edged blades to give you that old-school shave with the benefits of new-school technology. Once you own a Henson Razor, it is only about $3 and $5 per year to replace the blades. I shaved them. I tried them as soon as I got the box. And essentially what it is is a box with one of those old-school razors that you remove the top, you remove the thing, you add the blade, you close it back up, and then you shave. But they send you this box with like a 1,000 blades. The number that I just gave you is facetious. This is not true. They just send you a really large amount of blades that you can have. Uh, talk about the affordability in blades. It's like literally $5 a year in blades, right? So it's time to say no to subscriptions and yes to Razor that'll last you a lifetime. Visit hensonshaving.com slash eavesdrop. That's all capitals, E-A-V-E-S-E-R-O-P. I'll put a link in the description down below to make it super easy for you. But to pick up the Razor for you, use code eavesdrop and you will get two years worth of blades for free with your razor just make sure to add them to your cart that's 100 free, free blades when you head to hensonshaving.com that is h-e-n-s-o-n-s-h-a-v-i-n-g.com slash e-a-v-e-s-d-r-o-p all capitals and use code eavesdrop at checkout don't forget to add them to your cart and trust me they were i enjoy them personally i hope that when you receive yours you enjoy them as much as i do zinni back to it I mean, that also, my final thing on this little social media mental health thing is, uh, like, I'm the biggest proponent for mental health. I love talking about it. I'll happily talk about it with, with anybody. I do think if you're struggling, like, it is your responsibility to try and, and fix it. Like, of course. The, I think a lot of people get stuck in the, oh, I'm depressed, I'm anxious, and they sort of just sulk in it. Like, it is, of course, you have friends and family to help you, and I, and I hope they do. It is your responsibility to try and get out of it, right? By, and I always say small steps, right? Load the dishwasher, take a shower, brush your teeth, yeah. go for a walk, try eating healthier, get in the gym, do productive things, do things that make you happy. Like it is your responsibility to do it. Just like losing weight in a sense, where it's like, you can complain about losing weight and sulking it every fucking day until you actually decide to try and go and fix it. There's only so much people can say and do. Like you have, you have to go do it. That like is you, the, that you have to make steps like anything to try and improve it otherwise it's just gonna you're gonna fall deeper and deeper that is the only that's the only thing that i've never been able to do like growing up i was really good i was a really good athlete yeah. i was good at basketball football like you name it, except for golf golf is like that so uh but working out and like committing to going to the gym and shit like that i've never been i've never had that discipline inside of me and everything that's going wrong with me including my fucked up hip right now is because of that one very specific thing that i've never been able to overcome as a human which is having the discipline to commit to going one hour in the gym is nothing i have i lucky and blessed just i have a gym in my like walking distance i literally in my small garage there's a gym it's different, a good though. one you're happy and comfortable though yeah but that's certain not situations no, but, but i'm not things. i'm not happy right now my fucking my hips yeah fucked. I know. But like but like the like fitness motivation for example you you've had a, a great long relationship right like you're happy with your career like certain certain things motivate certain things whereas yeah. like my motivation for losing weight was i was friend zoned by every girl i ever talked to mm. so i was like damn if i if i want a good looking girl i'm gonna need to get in shape and also i didn't want to feel groggy all the time yeah. i also wasn't um this was when i was 17 right so i wasn't yeah. making a lot yeah, of money yeah. or anything so certain motivators spark certain things yeah, of course you can lose weight yeah if you had the certain motivation Me? yeah easily oh you can oh, i have there's a three-week period once you once you get past that three weeks of being hungry, yeah. because inevitably your stomach has to shrink, and then your stomach will get used to the amount of food you're eating. Um, anybody can lose weight. I will say, it if you have a certain medical issue, I'm not speaking course, on that. Course, I, course. I have no idea. But anybody anybody can lose weight despite that. Yeah. You just have to really want to do it. I don't know, man. I think I'm addicted anybody. to food. So, dude, come on. I've, so am I. I know. I still I, lost it, seventy it, pounds. I, I um, the only thing that I've that my that I've come up with 
is that if, and I can't be away from my family for three months, right? Yeah. But I have thought about committing myself to, um, uh, how do you say when you, when you go into rehab, uh, what was what what's the word that I'm looking for? For what? When you commit when you commit yeah, yourself. Yeah, commit yourself to rehab. Yeah, when would if to commit myself to food rehab. Oh. Go to a fucking fitness fucking dude facility. Go to a fitness facility facility for three months. You could do that, bro. You can hire a I personal can, trainer no, right I have, now in Dallas. I have. No. I have. And yes, then you I can have. order meal prep so where all of your you, you, dude. I, you're good. You, you can have your own fridge with your own meal prep. So Listen, you, you don't even have to look I in the main fridge. I don't know how to make you understand what I'm telling you. I can. My brain disallows me from that. You don't think that I want to be more good looking? You know what I'm saying? Of course. You could do it if you I want to. But I love food. Idiots. I love eating. Dude, I love it too, man. It was the worst experience though. Yeah, because you couldn't eat second after. Second season? You were too, uh... The second season was brutal. Probably like it's, it's, it's a really good. I've seen a couple of... Uh, of clips from it is awesome, but it hurt. It hurt eating that much. I bet. And I'm saying that from a very privileged pace that says, hey, you create shows for a living. Um, anyway, let's get off that topic. Let's get off of all that, all that, which I think is important. Obviously, and people should talk about it, especially somebody like me who never, ever, ever talks about, you know. Yeah. Saying like we should maybe flip the video and put this stuff first, and then get into what we were discussing after. Wait, why? I think uh, the first one is a really good, good catching. So joining I, Optimum to Texas content creator full time now, starting to watch party with Scump. Fuck yeah, fuck, what? fuck, fuck what? all that. I just think the social media, just a rabbit hole. I can talk about all day. Yeah, social media. And guys, and obviously, like we important we, we, things. I would, but I, can I would talk love about to, I would love to hear from anybody day. watching this in the comment section, what you, how, how you feel about that because. I, there's no way that we can be alone, right? And we're not. Alone. You're not at all. If you can, if you seek it out. But I, I, I do oftentimes believe, like I, I, luckily I've been surrounded by friends who give me the strength to just push through all those negative thoughts. Yeah. Um, and the responsibility. I think responsibility is one of the biggest drivers and motivations that anybody can give, and 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 it starts with the confidence, right? That's what I mean when you say like make your ego your amigo. Yeah. Imagine if at 29 years old, think about this, right? 29 years old, I started playing fucking video games on camera, and then doing that. Like if I would have the first, my thought would have been, I'm too old. I'm not gonna. How am I gonna be relatable to kids yep. who are? young men teenagers that are watching my videos like how can you know they're not going to relate so like if i would have told me then then optic would have never fucking happened yeah you know what i'm saying so that's what i'm saying when i say make your ego your amigo like give yourself the the benefit of the doubt that being yourself is going to be appealing to some people and that's the best that you can do yep. because look around your fucking friend group and look at every single one of them and think to yourself what the fuck is wrong with you yeah, <laughs> you dude, know what you're still great friends with there's them a you lot, know what i'm saying along with a lot of us man yeah so a lot um I, I do want to, obviously, I, I, I thought that we had done a podcast after you joined. No, we were supposed to, and then we just pushed it, and then we just never got back to it. But yeah. our last one was when I was on Boston, and I was here for the one of the majors. I mm -hmm. think it was the... Is this your third time on this? Or your I mean, second time? my second time. Okay. We did one before. It was at the Hex Quarters. Dude, and, uh, you feel that? It's wind, and it's cooler in here now. Do you feel it? No. I was either. fucking blazing hot yeah, like it was two hot seconds ago. Wait, so when we did that, was that... Because that wasn't the major, right? The The major wasn't January 23rd, right? Was that the major? I could have sworn that was like kickoff event or something. Did you guys host a kickoff? Yeah, major in, one. You, yeah, you guys host a kickoff, right? Yeah, we won major one. Oh, it was major one. Okay, yeah, so that was major one. Okay, yeah. So we did, did we do it in the in the back? Is that what it was? No, we did it at the Hex Quarters. I, I, uh, you drove there. Yeah. Okay, there. all right, cool. Yeah, we did Hex that. Quarters is going away. End of the month. Yeah, I it's, know. Uh, there is 13 days left. Sad, sad days, man. I don't... I, I know that I'm supposed to be sad and I know that something in me is, and it won't affect me until it's time to leave. But like, again, it's like me bottling it up so good that I'm just like discarding it as like, hey, it's a good moment. You fucking did your thing in that. Yeah. It brought joy to a lot good of people. Good way to look at it. Yeah. Um, but, but like, I know that I'm supposed to be sad about it, but like, it's impossible for me to be sad about the hex quarters leaving when I had, like some of my best gaming memories there, man. Like it, be happy it happened, not sad it's ending. Is the is the quote right? Be happy Something. that it happened. Yeah. Yeah. Be happy that it happened. Don't be sad yeah. that it's over. Don't be, be happy over. that it happened. Be happy that it happened. Yep. Yeah. That's I am. What the, I am happy. That's what uh, Dan's the Boston GM told me. It was uh, right when I retired. I was like standing. I was like alone in the venue because I like. This was like it was like my last match, and I knew it. 
We walked out the back and I saw my parents. I started crying. So I walked back to the stage and I was just like the top of the Boston venue overlooking the stage. And I was just, I was just crying. Cause I was just like, damn, like after 10 years, I know that was my last time playing. Right. You never know, but that was my last time in my head at that whoa, time. Whoa, what's that mean? I mean, dude, you never, I, I don't want to say I'll never play again. Cause you never know. I, I don't like putting that definite end to a certain thing mm -hmm. because what if, what if I just, what if I just feel like I have to go do it? And then I'm, you know, it's just a different thing, but he, he walked up to me and he was like, he said that. And I was like, damn. Yeah. Like, it's crazy. Like from 15 years old to now, like it's, yeah. uh, it's important to look at things that way it's, though. It's, it's tough. It's tough for you guys, right? It's tough for the young people who have retirement in their mind at, in their twenties. Like that's never been a thing. Or yeah. if it was a thing in the past, it was very, very, a, a small portion of all of humanity that, that had ever had the opportunity to retire at such a young age, right? Such a young age, right? I wouldn't say retire though. Cause I don't think we're like, we retired from one line of work and yes, now of course yes, I'm still yes, working. Yes, yes, I don't yes, have yes. enough money to just fucking no, retire. No, but, I, but I do believe that that's like part of the reason why people get a little bit like bogged, bogged down or, or can't clearly see that it's not a bad thing that you're stopping that part of your life because yeah. of for whatever reason because it's never had to happen before right? like this is young people retiring at 20 something and it's like yeah. what in 20 something is when you start working yeah so it, it makes it uh it makes it a little bit more uh more difficult for you guys and that I, I, people call your generation soft yeah but it's not i mean the more i think about it and i i'm guilty right here guilty. our generation is soft no, number one comparatively 100%. yeah but but at the same time, like there has to be some sort of benefit of the doubt that we created that world that you guys are, or, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, it is. Uh, the, I, I watched this guy named Van Neistat. Are you familiar with him? I the spirited, the spirited man. Neistat. His brother, his older brother Van. Okay, fucking excellent filmmaker. Um, he is all about just like Casey, all about work, and he's he's released a couple of videos that are. They were very impactful, in my opinion. Uh, the latest one that I saw from him and is one that he uploaded, I think, two weeks ago was called Punctuality, right? And how some people, especially, you know, I say especially now in this day and age, like, remember I talked to you about that yesterday? I was yeah. supposed to pick this guy up at 10 a.m. I forgot something in at my room. I had to walk back up. At 10 a.m., he texts me. He's like, I'm coming down. And I'm like, why aren't you outside already? Yep. You know what to I'm be saying? Fair, I try my best to be punctual. I, I, I'm a very punctual today. person. You know, Van you know, Neistat says that my you. Lower back hurts Van Neistat says that you are allowed to be tardy once a month. Okay. Because anything after that is you not giving a fuck about anybody else's time. Well, no, respectfully, being, the reason no, the reason I stopped being so punctual is because yeah. other people's lack lack of punctuality. Yeah. So I would be very punctual, and then other people wouldn't and then i'm sitting around for 45 minutes like mm -hmm. that's that's where i'm like okay why the fuck am i punctual every day if my time's gonna get wasted yeah well so fuck those maybe kids it's the, too. maybe it's not the best way to think about no, it no i mean no in a perfect it's not. world everybody's what, punctual we start everything on time and shit's done but yeah. like no i just it's always been in my like i have he got in the car and i'm like have you ever heard of the of the terminology or the phrase that says that if you are on time, you're already late. Yep. It's supposed to be early. 15, so 15 minutes early. The rule early. is 15 minutes yeah, early yeah. to be on time. Really. Yeah. Because you want to be, yeah. So I've always lived by that. Uh, and then lately I have been a little bit like, it's. I, I've noticed that it's slowly slipping away. Yeah. It's slowly slipping away my, my ability to be punctual always. Oh my God, the hiccup that I just had inside me. Being punctual for you is a little different too. You're in business meetings, whereas like us creators, we kind of live the life a little bit where it's like yeah we don't but you guys aren't even the better creator synoptic i am yeah listen you, that's what like, i'm saying like, you know, you what, know what i mean yeah but. um no I, I think i think overall though it's like just the world is in such a shit place just period i don't want to go go back into that into that but. please don't but it's a miserable place right now it yeah. is it is negativity everywhere it's it's <clears throat> it, it ruins everybody because so what do you do what do you do well, what are you supposed to do i don't know what you can Focus. do Focus on the positives. No, focus on yourself and doing good for oh, yeah. the people around you. Of course. And then hope that that rubs off on the people around you, and then they rub it off on people around them, and little by little. Before my grandpa passed, I asked him for some advice. Just like I knew getting older, I knew he was not doing too well. So I asked him, just like, give me, like, give me some advice. He said, be good, make yourself proud, make others proud. And I think mm -hmm. that's pretty much all you can do. Yeah. I mean, the only thing you can do is try to put your best foot forward. Yeah. Make make yourself proud and make the people close to you proud. Yeah. Other than that, there's only there's only so much you can control, yeah. right? Like I can't I can't control negative comments about me on a watch party. There's nothing I can. As much as I would love everybody to love me and like me, it's just not. It's 
It's do not going to happen. Do you want everybody to like them? Don't you need a little bit of... Maybe a little bit, but I definitely you, prefer you need, majority need... of people to like me and say positive yeah, things yeah, rather than the contrary. But, but that's like ultimately like up to you. You know what I'm saying? What do you mean? Like, I, I think I think that if you don't pay attention to those people, they, they, they ultimately don't exist. Oh, yeah, and of course. It, it, the mute button is like the best thing that I've utilized. And I think I got that from CNANners, I think, back in the day. Where like if somebody they get three three tries with me right three tries to get my attention that's too many too many and and by if if by the third time I notice that you're only there to just like try to fucking give me give me a tough time for no fucking reason it's just a mute button right I don't want to like I, I I don't blocking you is is, is so um uh, I was gonna say. I'm not gonna say what I was gonna say. Yeah. But blocking somebody is 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 goes against my 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 beliefs of allowing people to have an opinion about everything. No, I block people. Fuck them. No, I can't. Certain people, dude. Like I, I've, I've had this one guy recently. This one guy. Yeah. One, just one sole guy, and I know his name now because on every single one of my posts, Instagram, Twitter, he would reply every single time with just insane hate. He well, started. Why not mute him though? I had to block him. Cause I don't want him under my. He starts tagging people I know and shit. Like it's it would he, a genuine weird guy, and usually I'll mute or it depends on the message. I mean I'm not. I like to think my sense of humor is pretty good. I mean I like yeah. to fuck around and yeah. You you dish it and you can take it. I, I can. People. Uh, some people just spread genuine like actual hate, and it's one thing. Like people see me joking with my friends and they think they can, I guess joke with me in a similar way. It 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 is a different dynamic where it's like if you hear me joking with Seth. That's me and Seth who are close friends. Yeah. Whereas, you know, we can talk to each other a certain way and we know our context and the way we talk. And I, I think some people, people don't really grasp that sometimes, but yeah, I, I let the block fly depending on, depending on what it is. Yeah. But yeah. It is what it is, man. All right. So obviously we, the season just started. You agree with me and the fact that Modern Warfare 3 from a competitive standpoint is really good. I love it personally. I haven't felt Hopefully. about. I haven't felt. Well, look, I don't. I'm not gonna play professionally. It's too early to. It's too early to tell. And right I'm not gonna now. play game battles, obviously, for fucking obvious reasons. That's a sad fucking day. Uh, but but I do like. I have. I haven't felt of, like right now. I wish I was playing Call of Duty. Like that's my like right now in my head. I'm like, although I am having fun here. I I know that I should be ranking up my gun so that when I get to go play game battles for the next month, for the next month, yeah. That uh, that I want to have my my favorite weapon unlocked or the weapon that I feel I'm more apt with. Um that I can, you know, obviously have more fun. But I didn't feel about, like, within the first month of last last game, I was done. I I played the first with the boys, with with Diesel and Hutch, and then after that we played uh, a little bit of Warzone, and then after that I was just done. I didn't play a fucking s single video game yeah. for the majority of the year, for the first time ever. The year before that, I played less than this year already, but it was the same thing. So yeah. I, I I know that fine tuning, fine tuning this game right now is going to do a lot for the community. But I I do believe that there's like massive changes need to happen in order for this thing to continue to outlive us in a sense. Yeah. And I don't know where to begin, you know. And it's not the developer's fault, right? Because they have rules. They have to, they 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 work for someone. They're not the the artists that are putting these games together work for someone who all they look at is spreadsheets we've looked at we've talked about this so many times and my opinions are very simple i think the right person walks into the right room all of our problems could be solved but to their defense like looking at it from a business standpoint you use mw 2019 as an example which we hated competitively for the most part those shareholders were very happy with the way that game sold it was ginormous people loved pubs like we are a very minute part of the community but in order for things to really go our way, it's Call of Duty competitive needs to be a priority and there needs to be like harmony between everybody involved, developer, Activision, um, the Call of Duty League or whatever it will turn into one day, who knows. Um, it needs to be all on the same page. Like, it, it, I'm not sure if we'll ever get that yeah. to their defense. What's the reason for it? Like the right person needs to demand it essentially because the shareholders are happy. Call of Duty is one of the biggest ever franchises of all time, makes yeah. billions of dollars. So the the realistic part of it is they don't have to do anything, right? Like they're, they're going to have to want to, and hopefully that'll change one day. 
I think they want to is just that you know the spreadsheet is the first thing that 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 gets brought up and so the things that work, things they don't. Yeah. And look, I can sit here and, and and argue against N4 all day long. Just um, it's it's my my middle of the aisle nature, which I'm not. You know, I think I think uh I I I believe in certain values that I grew up uh growing up in Mexico. Obviously, has has given me a different perspective uh into loving this country the way that i do and its yeah. opportunities um but whatever all right let's move on from that man uh any particular plans for your own obviously you create content by streaming but is there yeah. is there any actual i don't want to say actual is, is there any additional content that, I that you do? have ideated around i mean obviously you and i have talked about a couple of things yeah, I, I, I have things ideated i also think timing is very important so there are certain things that i do want to do but i also think it has to happen at the right time because i do think timing is very important so like if you look at right now if i were to go start a show that i really want to do right now i think with how much attention's on scrims and the game and the game just dropping i don't think i'd be doing myself uh, a favor so i think that there are certain things i want to do um i want to do more cooking streams I want to create more content. I feel like a lot of days, I feel like content creation has sort of changed. People look at it differently, whereas everybody's a content creator now, where it's like you could put together a 60-second reel yeah. of you waking up in the morning and brushing your teeth, and you can edit it a certain way, and that's content now. A lot of content now is reactionary, which a lot of people have different opinions on, but look at our watch party, right? We have a, a whole show based around watching a certain league. Um, I want to create more content because I feel like a lot of people have... Um, straight away from genuinely creating Create, creative a, work, original content. Yeah, like creative I, work, yeah. Now I, I think creativity has sort of lost its um, true meaning, at least in our space, I feel like. Yeah. So I'd like to. I need to start doing instead of saying, though. I, I, yeah. do, I do have ideas, but ideas don't mean shit until you actually do them. So I, right. I, I do need to put them to life. I, I want to do more with the YouTube channel. When I first joined Optic, I had this, I told myself I'm going to upload seven days a week. And then it became five, and then it became three, because it, be, it became just stream stuff. And I don't think, I need to figure out my footing on YouTube, because I'm not, I don't like playing pubs very much, so that's, I don't mind doing it here and there, but that's, I don't want to make that my mainstay. Um, I don't know, I'm still figuring out the YouTube thing. But right now the stream's still number one priority, because I've worked really hard over the years to try mm -hmm. and build that up. And I do think that's my main community is my, my stream. And I love streaming too because that's the most personal feeling platform. Like YouTube, you have comments, whereas streaming, I can sort of talk to people in real time and I can ask where they're watching from in real time and what they ate for dinner. And I like that. Like I, I like being able to have a, yeah, an open conversation. I don't do it, but yeah. But yeah, I need to, uh, I need to figure it out because I do feel like I, I don't think I've put my best foot forward in the content creation game yet, personally which yeah. I'm aware of, but I need to fix. So like I look at someone like Kai and yeah. that guy, yeah. like, like that, that's a content creator. Yeah, of course. Like that guy, despite the heights he's reached, that guy can do whatever he wants now. He could maintain, he could coast, but he's not. He's doing the seven days in jail stream. Yeah. That is a guy creating content and doing things For outside of the box. Sake. Original and always giving his fans a new experience. That's like the inspiration I think for all content creators yeah. is like being that type of creator like yeah. to go outside the box. And yeah. of course, when you're his size, you can sort of do whatever and people will watch. But just the fact that he's doing different things instead of that guy could sit in that chair in Atlanta every single day and have guests on and still pull viewers and go viral. Is he whatever. in Atlanta? I thought yeah. he was in LA. No, he's in Atlanta. I didn't they, know that. Him and his boys are all in Atlanta. They all came from uh, the Bronx, I think, which is dope, right? Tri-state tri -state fellas. That's the, that's the, in my opinion, the, that, that's a content creator. And, mm -hmm. and, and that's my point. I'm not saying other guys aren't, but like, that's someone who's making yeah. original content. He yeah. could react all fucking day and he could be the head honcho, yeah, but I he's think, still going out of his way to do the original experiences. And that's, I respect that. K Casey Neistat um, put it best for me. He put it best when he said, at one point people were paying me for my ideas and my ideas were so good that they garnered such a large audience that now people don't care about the idea. All they care is about the numbers that I get. Yeah. So whether he's doing something creative, uber creative, or versus just sitting in a chair talking, you know what I'm saying? Like it, 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 there was a massive shift with viewership advertisements and all that, that, that sort of, but, but as a creator, you have to make it a point and not everybody's a creative person, right? Like I, 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 
I grew up knowing that I was going to be an artist, yeah. not a singing artist, or and, and I'm not even a good drawer at that. But yeah. I know that I have like good ideas, and had had God given me a little bit more talent, that I would be better at it. But fact of the matter is, is that I am really good at executing on everything that I think about doing. Um, but even then, like sometimes you you're the, the, the work and the art gets so intertwined that you don't know why you're doing certain things. Idiots was a pure good idea. Yeah. Like, and we did it. And it, hopefully it works is, is, is what, what the thought was. But it was a good idea to make and nobody was doing that yeah. in optic, right? So I'm like, okay, well, I have, I have, to, I have to do it. Somebody has to do it. Um, anyway, uh, I, I do appreciate you coming on, man. It's, of course. Uh, I, know, I, I know I rescheduled on you earlier this week. Uh, it's and, all good. And I appreciate you working with me to, uh, to get this done. Uh, Matt, uh, any closing comments from you? You said, you said nope, we're good. Right, Ladies perfect. and gentlemen, if you guys enjoy this podcast, don't be disappointed by the fact that I said that it might be over. Okay, it's just I'm just going to try to tweak it and figure out something new that, that works within my lifestyle now. Um, I started this podcast when I, when I first sold Optic and I was going to be a content creator full-time. Thank you, finally, I said, I said, Lord, thank you. Lord, thank you. Uh, but now it's, uh, it's not. Uh, so hopefully one day. Yep. Ladies and gentlemen, we'll see you guys next week with another Eavesdrop podcast. Goodbye.